Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Nicola Everett. Welcome to the Kent Online Podcast on Wednesday, July the 22nd. For the second year in a row, the M20 in Kent has been rated England's worst motorway. Research looked at things like surface quality and journey times. Just 63% of drivers were satisfied with the stretch which runs from London to Dover, while 82% were happy with the M2. The Robotham is from Transport Focus, the group behind the study. So we've done the uh, Strategic Road User Survey, and that's a survey that we do across England um, every year. We speak to over 8,000 people about their last journey using a motorway or a major A road that is uh, currently managed by Highways England. Uh, we find that uh, generally road users are satisfied uh, with the roads that they use. So, so three and four users are quite satisfied um, with, with the roads that they're on. But of course that does depend on which road that you're travelling on. So we've seen some good results in some areas uh, and maybe not so good results in other areas as well. So the overall uh, satisfaction is a question that we ask. Uh, Satisfaction, for example, with journey time, that's quite a big issue for a lot of people. Uh, Management of roadworks, there's a lot of roadworks out there, so we ask questions about satisfaction around that. Surface quality, whether you feel safe when you're driving um, on those roads. And then information, we split that information up into two areas. So information on a permanent static sign and information that you see on these variable electronic signs. Uh, So we've got a range of different things that we ask people to get that overall impression of of what they feel when they're driving on, on those roads. The problem that you've got is that if you've got uh, drivers who are stressed, if you've got drivers who are uh, expecting to make a journey that, say, lasts an hour, and that journey is is taking a lot longer, uh, people are usually trying to get somewhere, so they need to know whether they need to cancel or rearrange an appointment. Um, Can they pick their kids up from school? Uh, There's lots of different factors involved. So getting information to road users when things go wrong is really, really important. So they can use that information uh, and do something about it. Obviously, the worst scoring motorway is the M20. Um, and obviously, the, the issue there is that there have been quite a lot of roadworks and that does make um, a, a substantial bit of difference as well to people who feel if they can't get um, where they're going in, in the journey time that they expect, that can be a problem. We found in other research that road users sort of expect that on, on all the fast roads, so on, on motorways, and major A roads. Uh, the upkeep needs to be uh, done quite uh, often and it's the sort of thing that they expect. Now, to be fair, a lot of road users think that roadworks management needs to be improved. So they accept that the roadworks are going to be there, but they just want them managed better with them in mind so that they can get through it quicker and easier. So what came out top? Well, it was the M11 between Cambridge and London. Meantime, drones are being trialled to see if they could be used to spot problems like potholes on Kent's roads. They might also be used to detect issues with trees and streetlights and help the county council check the general condition of carriageways. Carol Valentine is the Highways Project Manager at KCC and says new technology will help them cut costs too. If we can save sending people out... Um, all the time if we're able to use sensors or use drones or use some other type of um, artificial intelligence to capture data for us we can then analyze that back in the office we don't want to put people out on 
on the live network if we can help it. So there'll also be safe health and safety benefits and, and um, environmental benefits. If we've got less vehicles having to go out on the road, then again, that's got to be good for the environment. We can do our trials, but in terms of um, being able to use deployed um, drones out on the network beyond line of sight, so beyond where you can see a drone, uh, there are many, many uh, legal restrictions on what we can use at the moment. Mm -hmm. So us doing this is just really to let us know this could work or not work. And then it will mm -hmm. be working with national um, bodies and other partners to, to lobby government or whoever it needs to be to start to ease some of those restrictions. But of course, health and safety is important. People's privacy is very important. Mm -hmm. And we're very um, conscious of that. So we'll see what comes comes out of um, the national arena around the use of dr drones on the public highway. Kent County Council would never want to do anything that would compromise anyone's privacy. And um, the nice thing about the trials that we're doing now, they're in a confined area on the Kentshire County showground. They're not going over anyone's homes and, or anyone's gardens. They're not being flown that high. Um, so, yeah, I think we'd, whatever, whatever we do in the future has got to be with national guidance and, and regulations. At Kent Online, you can see video of drones being tested out at the Kent showground in Detling. Kent Online News. A man who murdered his friend by stabbing him with a broken bottle at a flat in Margate has been jailed for life. 44-year-old dad of five, Mark Miles, was attacked by Richard McCauley last October. The 23-year-old from Northdown Road in Cliftonville tried to claim he couldn't remember what had happened. He's been told he'll serve at least 15 years. Four men have been charged with drugs offences after police raided properties across Kent and South London. Officers searched a number of homes as part of a four-month investigation into drug supply and violent crime in Lewisham. Royal Navy warships have shadowed a Russian submarine off the Kent coast. HMS Tyne and HMS Mersey were called to keep an eye on it as it passed through the English Channel. More than 150 migrants, meantime, including at least three young children, have been caught crossing the Channel illegally in just six hours. Border Force officers intercepted 13 small boats yesterday and 159 people were brought to Dover. More are thought to have attempted the dangerous journey to Kent this morning. Kent Online's been told a theme park planned for North Kent will be one of the biggest construction projects in Europe. London Resort on the Swanscombe Peninsula will be three times the size of anything like it in the UK and create 30,000 jobs. It's been highlighted as one of the key projects to regenerate the Thames estuary and put billions back into the economy. The man behind it is P.Y. Jabot. We're creating 8,000 jobs day one. We're creating 4,000 jobs for construction workers. So, you know, uh, hopefully there's a, there's a bigger picture. And, and again, we're engaging with everybody, making sure um, whoever is going to be, if not happy, is going to be happy with the outcome. For our frontline staff, first of all, we want to hire heavily locally. Uh, this, this, you know, the people of Kent needs to be the first, you know, um, recipients for, for these jobs. And, and again, if people come outside the area, especially for front operational staff, people who are going to be, you know, your age, between 22 and 25, uh, we're building about 500 dwellings, which is a co-living, uh, which we're putting in the DCO uh, to make sure that they, they can afford to live and we obviously will help with those, with those uh, rents. We're going to work with the four universities in Kent. 
um, we already have conversation and also we're not giving jobs we're creating a career path which is again not talks is what we've done in other projects such as your Disney um, so where where we hire people on attitude you know it's always easy to train people on skills it's very difficult to have them with the right mindset so that's the first point and then you know if we create career paths obviously people will be remaining with them in a long time and might start with a uh, favorite word non-skilled work but again they can become a chef an engineer uh, a security manager uh, an entertainment producer all these thousands of jobs we're creating uh, will allow people to choose their own career path so that's that's the plan we're not going to create jobs we're going to create careers you can also watch a report on this story on KMTV a private health provider has announced it's giving up the running of GP surgeries in Medway. The Care Quality Commission had already stripped DMC Healthcare of contracts to run five practices in the towns after inspectors found serious failings. In a statement, the firm said it had previously taken on challenged and troubled services from the NHS. The company has three other surgeries in Kent which aren't affected by the move. We've been finding out how some of Kent's biggest shopping centres are going to enforce the wearing of face coverings. The law changes on Friday in a bid to try and prevent the spread of coronavirus. All places like the mall in Maidstone will be putting up more signs reminding us of the rules, while shoppers will be encouraged to wear a mask at Westwood Cross in Thanet. Anyone caught breaking the rules could be fined up to £100. A note written more than 60 years ago has been discovered on a building site in Medway. It was left by the people who built the six o'clock shop in Twiddle, which is now being demolished to make way for new homes. A picture of it's been shared online to try and track down the men or their families. And finally today, Ellie Golding has been chatting to KMFM, our sister radio station, about new single Slow Grenade. She was on the hit list with Emma Joe last night and also told us how she's been spending lockdown and what inspired the name of her new album. I discovered so many beautiful walks and at some point in lockdown I felt like I'm the only person in the world on the planet because there's just no one there's been no one around and obviously it picked back up again when you could you could uh, go for more than one walk a day and all that stuff um but um no for, for a moment there it was very tranquil and peaceful yeah definitely I completely agree it's been it's been really nice in that way um so obviously huge congratulations on your new album brightest blue and your new single Thank slow you. grenade with Lauv as well it's just so much going on it's so exciting um can you tell me what it is about the color blue that's like so inspired you okay so there was one specific thing that was like very that really inspired me, which was this light installation in New York. I was living in New York for a few years and it was complete sensory overload. So I walked into this blue room one day and it was an art exhibition. And I remember thinking like this feel, this real feeling of clarity and peace and, and, uh, and you know, this kind of independence because I spent a lot of time by myself in New York. Um, and then also, yeah, blue is kind of my favourite colour. It always also reminds me of like, I don't know, like, nature and, and and the beauty of this planet and you know how it's kind of like a blue planet but also like you know the blues and feeling down and sad but I kind of I decided that there was a way of like turning those feelings that you know those feelings of sadness and melancholy into something positive and and actually you could sort of illuminate your sadness in some way and so brightest blue to me seemed like the perfect description of that. If you missed the show you can listen now at kmfm.co.uk. That's it for today but you can also now subscribe to the IM News app to access all KM Group newspapers. Just head to ilifmediasubs.co.uk.
News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.